0: Listener-supported radio.
1: Talk that brings Christ to the world.
0: Welcome to the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart.
2: Welcome back. And welcome back to Pledge Drive here at Relevant Radio, although it is a regular program, so you can call in and be on the air. First, though, let's pray. We have a need of $3 million we have to Fulfilled by the end of the week this week, by the end of Friday, and we're trusting in God for his mercy and your generosity, so let's pray together, asking the Blessed Virgin Mary to pray with us and for us, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known, that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession, was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother, to thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. So, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. We will be returning to some Pledge Drive stuff in a few minutes. First, though, I'd like to hear from you. The number is 888-914-9149. Why don't we start off with David in Miami. Good morning, David.
3: Good morning, Patrick. Um, I just have two questions. One, uh, the different creeds. Uh, I know the Apostles' Creed is not said at mass. I know it's another creed, and I was wondering if you could clarify the differences. And I have another question. Mm-hmm. Sure, let's it.
2: start there. Why don't we start with the creed? So the Apostles' Creed is um, the more, the shorter, and the more common form that most people would know. Um, you can say that during the um, the weekday masses. The Nicene Creed is the the creed that we pray on Sunday. And that is actually a combination or a hybrid of the, con- the councils of Constantinople and Nicaea. And the difference, you ask, what's the difference? Well, the difference primarily is that the Nicene Creed, as we call it, is a synthesis of some of the Church's dogmatic statements on the true divinity of Jesus. It includes many other things, but it, it, it in particular is emphasizing the divinity and humanity of Jesus Christ. And so that's why the creed is formulated the way it was, because in those early centuries of the Church, there were many uh, threats, there were many heretical attacks on the truth about one God and three persons, and Jesus as true God and true man. So that's the, the major distinction when you pray the, the Nicene Creed, is you're, you're enunciating those Christological and Trinitarian truths. So there's the answer. to The first part. What was the second part?
3: Uh, this is a sort of different question. It has to do with um, the, the vows that different priests take. Uh, I know not all priests take the vow of poverty, and I was wondering, uh, is why wouldn't it, why couldn't that be optional for uh, you know the vow of celibacy? You know, uh, mm-hmm. because uh, you know I have, I have another whole thing about that, but I'll just leave it sure. there.
2: I think I understand. So you're saying that in the case of, let's say, religious priests, um, Dominicans, to use an example, Carmelites, to use another example, they're in religious life, so they take what are called the evangelical councils. They, they formally vow. It's a, it is a temporary vow at first, and then when they take their final vows, it's a solemn profession of their commitment to God and the Church— to live out these evangelical counsels of poverty, chastity, and obedience. Now, diocesan priests don't take those vows. They make promises to their bishop, and among the promises, including obedience to the bishop, they also promise to live in the state of celibacy and continence. Those are two different things. Well, they're related, but they're different. Celibacy is the state of not being married. Continence is what every celibate, consecrated man should should also live by, and that is no sexual activity. Sadly, there are some men who are celibate, but they're not sexually continent. So in the case of these vows, you're right, it is the choice of a man to, to decide if he's called to religious life, in which case he takes these vows, and if he's a secular priest, a diocesan priest, he makes promises, but they're not vows, And they don't include the vow of, or even a promise, of poverty. So a diocesan priest can own his own home, and and many do. A diocesan priest can own other things. He can have money in the bank. He he has a certain autonomy when it comes to um, earthly goods, money, etc. Religious don't have that, and it's a free choice. So the question then is, well, if that's true of celibacy, I mean, if that's true of the the diocesan priest not making a vow of celibacy, could he decide, well, I don't want to be a celibate priest, I want to be a married priest? Here's where the answer is a little bit tricky, because he already does make a promise of celibacy. So for the diocesan priest also, he's making that promise. And so the way the the sacraments work is that if you're already a priest, let's say that you've been a priest for 10 years, you couldn't just go and get married, even if the Church were to say, okay, we're now going to allow married men to become priests. The men who are already priests would not be able to go out and get married, because holy orders is an impediment to marriage, but not in the reverse. So a married man could pursue holy orders if the Church were to permit that, and there are in the Eastern rites of the church, there are some instances where that's more routinely done, not in the United States, because it's not the custom here. The church does ordain a few married men who were Protestant ministers, and they become Catholic and then they pursue holy orders. So, I mean, there are instances, even here in the United States, in the Latin rite of the church, where that does happen, but it's not the custom, it's not the norm. Um, there has been for many decades now this sort of simmering debate about whether or not the Church should keep its discipline of an unmarried clergy in the Latin rite of the Catholic Church. I personally think that it's an excellent thing, and it's part of the solution to the problem as opposed to the problem itself. Um, but I'm not consulted in such matters, and we'll see if that, if that discipline ever changes. But in the meantime, that's the Church's requirement. And so when a man becomes a priest. He freely chooses not to be married. It's a free choice that he's making. He's not forced into it. Does that help, David? I think maybe we lost David. Okay, well, I hope that you heard my answer. Hope it's helpful. Um, Let's see. Let's go to Gideon now in Lexington, Kentucky. Hi, Gideon.
4: Hello, Patrick and Cyrus. So, uh, I called in February 2nd at the beginning of the show and asked for some help on my public speaking speech that I'd be giving at my Christian Homeschool co-op mm. about whether Jesus was tolerant or not. and so oh, I'd like I to remember thank you that so call. much for your: Yeah, I'd like to thank you so much for your help and sharing your wisdom. I got a 100 percent thanks to you. Oh,
2: wonderful. Congratulations. Yep. I'm sure it was thanks to your hard work and your effort. How did you approach the topic when it was all said and done?
4: Um, I basically said Jesus was intolerant of sin, but he was not intolerant of people. He loved all people, but he wanted people to come to repentance.
2: Excellent. Well, I'm not surprised you got I'm not surprised you got 100% on that, Gideon. Mm -hmm. Congratulations.
4: Yeah, I should probably start calling you about my math problems.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, then you're going to get C's and D's because I was never very good at math, I'm afraid. Try Kale Clark. Or maybe try, uh, I don't know, try Cyrus.
0: Mary's standing by with math questions.
2: Oh, yeah, Mary's the math girl, that's for sure.
4: I Thank you kid. so much for your help.
2: You're welcome, Gideon. Nice chatting with you. Oh, that's great, Cyrus. Imagine the the look on Gideon's face when he got the paper back and it had a 100% on it. That's always 100%. a good feeling. We're going to hear a message from Father Rocky and then come right back to phone calls and a little bit of uh, pledge drive talk in between there as well. I'll be right back.
4: Hey, everybody, this is Father Rocky, head of Relevant Radio, and your host every night for the Family Rosary Across America. A reminder that Relevant Radio is listener-supported, so we're unable to deliver our programming every day without your financial support. Have you heard about the two gifts we have today at the dollar-a-day level? The first is an olive wood rosary. On my trip to the Holy Land last April, I came across these, and I wanted to get one for you. They're made by Christians in the Holy Land. They're extra special. Our second gift today only, the dollar a day level, is the Ave Maria Guide to the Scriptural Rosary. This hardcover and personalized guide includes beautiful ink images and scripture for every Hail Mary, Our Father, and more. The rosary and the scriptural rosary book are both yours today and today only for your gift of a dollar a day. Give online now at therelevardio.com or on the Rella Radio app or give us a ring at 877-291-0123. Please give from the heart to Relevant Radio. It's a great
5: day to give. This is an amazing gift that we have available for you today. And today only. Remember when they're gone, they're gone. We're already seeing you approaching 200 of them out the door. You do not want to miss out. You do not want to procrastinate. RelevantRadio.com. Using the app on your smartphone or tablet or calling 877-291-0123. That's 877-291. 2910123, 2910123, and you will have a rosary in hand as long as you reach out and you give from the heart before they are gone. It is a limited supply. Now, we do have goals each and every hour that we need to make, and, and it's important that we, that we hit every, every hour. It's kind of a big one this hour. We think that we should be able to do around 250 people joining Team Taco mm-hmm. this hour. Will you be one of those? We can do it, Patrick, but it's going to take work from everybody. And every gift, any amount, $10, 20 $30 will count towards that call goal.
2: Ab- absolutely right. In fact, I-, I enjoyed listening to you in mom mode. You- I could hear the mom voice there. <laughs> we can't procrastinate. we got to get this done. <laughs> Time to do chores, kids. Analyze Um, the
5: situation, identify a need, and complete the task. That need is a phone call.
2: (laughs) So true. Well, hey, you're going to love this, uh, Mary and Cyrus. Listen to this. I got a note just moments ago from James. He's listening on the Relevant Radio app. Here's what he says. I've been a listener for years. Actually, the, the subject is I changed my mind on giving to the pledge drive. I've been a listener for years, and I've always gotten upset when another pledge drive comes around. It seemed to me too much. And too much time was being used to get money. For some reason, God moved me to add my Saint add to my St. Joseph $365 pledge that I made previously. So I added the coffee team to my pledge, $20 a month. Do you know it has completely changed my attitude toward Pledge Drive? So for those people out there who have had a problem with Pledge Drive, give and enjoy this time. That's great.
5: Yeah, it is. I love That's that. That's awesome. And remember, we wouldn't be here without them.
2: Without oh, you. It's so true, mm-hmm. and you know, hey everybody, I don't. Mary and I, we don't like to ask you for money. I don't enjoy it. It's not something that we get up in the I morning. Get to do oh, great, today. we get to beg for money today. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not what we would like to do, but we have to do it. It's like mm-hmm. when you hear that alarm clock go off in the morning, you have to get up. You have to get ready. You have to go to work. It's just the nature of things.
5: And it's a whole lot more fun when we're winning.
2: (laughs) Oh, like we are right now. We're winning. Hashtag winning. 888, I'm sorry, 877-291-0123.
5: That's 877-291-0123. You can give from the heart at relevantradio.com. Use the app on your smartphone or tablet. And we are winning. We only need another 230 people during this hour. (laughs) Welcome back to The Patrick Madrid Show on Relevant Radio. Have a question? Give Patrick a call. 888-914-9149. That's 888-914-9149. Patrick Madrid on Relevant Radio.
2: Good times here on The Patrick Madrid Show. As per usual, I have a note here from... This is from Anonymous... And the note is, if you know someone who has done in vitro fertilization and you're having difficulty conceiving, is it ethical to use one of their embryos? This would save their children from being destroyed. Mm. That's a really hard-hitting question. It's a good question. So I will answer it this way. The, this issue touches on the question of embryo adoption and there has been an ongoing debate in bioethical circles in the catholic church so uh, priests and bioethicists and moral theologians men and women medical doctors you know people who have some expertise in one way or another in this field there has been a debate that's been ongoing for decades on this question and I've been keeping up as best I can with the literature and reading the, uh, the books. There's one particular book I've recommended before. It's called Human Embryo Adoption, Biotechnology, Marriage, and the Right to Life, edited by Father Thomas Berg. It's published, by the way, by the National Catholic Bioethics Center. And I have it right here in the studio with me. And it is a compendium of the salient points that are brought to bear in this debate, My impression from reading the literature is that the the vast preponderance of thought is that no, it would not be morally permissible for a woman who is not the mother, the biological mother, to be in essence a surrogate and to adopt the embryo by having the embryo implanted in her womb and being um, being brought to birth. But there are some who make the case that it could be, under some circumstances, morally permissible. Now, I personally, after having read the arguments and thought about them and prayed about them, personally, I come down on the side that I think it would be permissible, all other things being equal. Because, as the questioner anonymous asks, you know, this is an embryo who it's an unborn child who would otherwise most likely be killed. They call it destroyed, but it's, in essence, killing this unborn child. And wouldn't it be better, one could ask, to have the non-biological mother act as almost like a wet nurse, but in a much higher order of magnitude. A wet nurse nurses the baby of another woman. It's not her baby, but she has, she's lactating and so she has the availability to nurse this child maybe the mother can't or 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 won't whatever so there's a you know it's a kind of a partial parallel there this of course takes it to a much higher level but my sense of it is that the church thus far at least has given a a in essence a negative answer to this question that it would not be permissible for another woman to do this but as i mentioned before and i'll leave it at this In the statement that the Church has made, there seems to be sufficient, at least, ambiguity so that it suggests that possibly the Church's position wouldn't change per se, but that it it might get to the point where the Church could say, yes, this could be possible, morally speaking, under some conditions. Because the language is more or less something like this, that given all of the above— it seems as though this is not something that can be done. And that word suggests to me that it's leaving the door open a crack. We'll see. But if you were to scratch a moral theologian, chances are 9 out of 10 are going to say, no, you can't do that. So for whoever wrote me this anonymous email, I would recommend this book, Human Embryo Adoption, Biotechnology, Marriage, and the Right to Life, edited by Father Thomas Berg, and it's available from the National Catholic bioethics center. Thank you for that email. I appreciate that. Let's see. Let's go now to Maureen in Gonzalez, California. Hi, Maureen.
1: Hi, Patrick. Um, hi. Hi. Um, I am um, question. Um, I was in a relationship for a year uh, and uh, about five months, just ended okay. a couple of weeks ago. And okay. um, I was fornicating the whole time with him and I knew it was wrong and I did it anyway. Is it too late for me? And I also feel really bad I feel really, really bad for leading him into sin as well. Mm-hmm. But no, it's, I, I, let's start
2: there. Did you have something more to say, Maureen?
1: No, Patrick, okay. no.
2: Okay. So let me reassure you, it is not too late. And I can hear in your voice that you're sorry for what happened. God knows. He sees your heart. He knows that you've turned away mm-hmm. from this. And you're probably thinking, how could I have been so stupid? Why did I do this? Yeah. Man. Those are natural emotions. But they're good emotions because it's it's you coming to your senses. You're the prodigal daughter. And you've had that moment where you're waking up from this bad dream of thinking you can do all of these things yeah. and it would be somehow better, and you realize it's not. And now you're like that prodigal son. You know, he wakes up behind the dumpster one day and says, I don't want to live like this anymore. I want to go mm-hmm. home. That's kind of how you feel right now, isn't it?
3: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: So Either God loves way. you. And, and also,
3: mm-hmm. well, let
2: me just share a thought with you, okay? Sure. God loves you. Your father loves you. You're his daughter, mm-hmm. and he wants you to come home. So that's that's what I would propose to you. Is that these feelings are are good and natural, and and the next thing is to act upon them. Go to confession. Are you Catholic?
3: Yes. Yes, I am cradle
2: Catholic. But, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So you have the graces of your baptism and the graces of the Holy Eucharist and the graces of your confirmation sacraments, all of them fortifying you right now. So okay. get up and go to the house of the Father and make a good sacramental confession. And just a tip on this, you don't have to go into any of the like gory details. When you go to confession, bless me, Father, for I have sinned, it has been X years or whatever it's been since my last good confession. Since the last time you made a thorough confession and you didn't hold anything back, you didn't withhold or conceal a serious sin. And then say, here are my sins, and you confess the kind of sin that it was, in this case, fornication. Now, if the man was married or if you're married, then it's also adultery. It wouldn't be fornication, but adultery but just confess it was this kind of sin and it happened this many times. And you may say, I don't I don't remember how many times and just say it happened over the course of a year and five months and it happened so many times I don't remember it or it happened once or it ha- whatever it is. You just say that. You don't need to go into any more detail than that. And then if there are any extenuating circumstances like you're married or you have children or he's married with children, mention that. And any other sins that you're aware of, so if contraception was involved, if an abortion was involved, if something like that was involved, be be sure to confess that. And make a thorough examination of conscience before you go in. And it doesn't have to take very long. This doesn't have to be an elongated confession. You could probably, within a matter of five minutes or so, cover all that ground. Be truly sorry for your sins, and you know that you are have a firm purpose of amendment, meaning you're not going to go back into that again. You're going to shut the door and lock it and never go back through that door again. That's your intention. And the priest will grant you absolution. You you will be formally, officially, sacramentally forgiven of your sins. And he'll give you a penance, you perform your penance, and you go in peace. It'll be, You'll be like that woman caught in adultery. Jesus says, go and sin no more won't that be a wonderful thing
1: yes thank you
2: you're welcome you can do this now okay. delete his name okay. from your phone delete his phone number yes. block it right any way in which that could be rekindled block that and in those moments where you're feeling a sense of well maybe I should ta-, nope just block it and be done with it and never contact him again ever
3: okay
1: okay Okay, I, I led him into sin. I feel bad about that as well.
2: Yeah, that's part of it. So you confess that. You know, If you're the one who tempted him, if you seduced <laughs> him, then confess He's that. Catholic. Yeah, well, he, the wages of sin is death. Uh, so yeah. this is why the Lord wants to restore you to life. Here's something. I'll just offer this to you, Maureen, is something to think about. Whenever I go to confession or whenever I receive Holy Communion, Um, I always have as one of my intentions that this is in reparation for all the sins I've committed and all the sins I've caused other people to commit. So in my whole life, to whatever extent I'm guilty of either or both of those things, I'm sorry for it. And maybe from this day forward, you can have that intention. Don't dwell on him. Don't think about him as best you can. Certainly don't be in contact with him. Cut that relationship off forever and move forward. Okay, thank you. God will you. restore you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank
1: and you. And I would say Bye-bye. if I
2: can offer you one more thing, Maureen, don't delay your confession. Don't say, Well, I'll do that next week or next month or go to confession as soon as you can and get the healing started. Thank you, Maureen. God bless you. I'm so happy that you're back on track again. That's good. I'll be right back.
5: That's what we are looking for. A dollar a day here at relevantradio.com or on the app or by calling 877 2910123. That's 877 2910123. You know, it's your anniversary, right, Patrick? 43 years, is that correct? 43 years. 43 years. Yes. So can you give in honor of Patrick's anniversary? Maybe we can get 43 people. You'd be one of 43 people that Ooh, joins like team that. taco here in the next couple of minutes. That would be amazing and get us that much closer to our call goal for this hour. Be one of 43 at relevantradio.com using the app on your smartphone or tablet, or when you call eight seven seven two nine one zero one two three. And of course any amount whatsoever will get you on that kind of, you know, you can say you were one of Patrick's anniversary givers donors here during the Patrick Madrid show any amount whatsoever. But if you can do that dollar a day, we have a beautiful rosary for you and a book. It is a fabulous book on the it's a scriptural rosary. Those are great. If you're ever looking to really take your rosary to the next level and you focus on the scriptures as you pray, it makes a huge difference. And this book will make a huge difference in your prayer life. I promise.
2: It sure will. If you use it. I'll vouch it. for that. <laughs> What's that, Mary? I said
5: that is if you pick it up and use it.
2: <laughs> yeah, it won't happen if you don't do In the right. same way that we won't make our goal if you don't pick up the phone and call 877-291-0123 or tap the app. You can do that too. Uh, go right to your Relevant Radio app. You can make your pledge in under a minute and it's all encrypted and safe. And you're going to feel great when you've done this. You'll join the winner's circle, as we like to say. And you can also do the same thing at the RelevantRadio.com website. As, uh, for example, Anonymous in Lakeville, Minnesota just did. online gift. Second gift, as a matter of fact. Thank you, Anonymous. Thank you, Alex in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, for your $100 new donor gift. Thank you for that. Robert in Huntington Beach, California. Uh, Thank you for your second gift of $365 online. Anonymous in Rock Mart, Georgia. I hope I'm saying the name right. $300 recurring gift online. Thank you. Louis, or Louis, rather, excuse me, in Santa Cruz, California, $615 cash on the barrelhead online. Thank you for that, Lewis and Anonymous in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Super cool. $370. New market, new donor. Welcome to the family and thank you.
5: want to say thank you to Christina in River Falls, Wisconsin, joining the Nancy and Patrick anniversary team with your $25 (laughs) $25 gift. Thank you so much. Also to David in Jacksonville, another $25 gift And Rosemary in Crystal Lake, Illinois, $100. Can you come and join... Anniversary Patrick and Nancy team do it now. We need 43 people who will join the family here at relevantradio.com using the app on your smartphone or tablet or at 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Just give from
0: the heart. listener-supported radio
1: talk that brings christ to the world
0: welcome back to the relevant radio winter pledge drive give from the heart
2: i want to share an interesting thought with you cyrus and mary i was um reflecting during the break just now so 43 years ago nancy and i got married and since people are probably wondering she had just turned 19 i had just turned 20 so we were kids and uh during our, 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 mer- or our wedding reception, we did what's called a dollar dance. I guess they still do that. And that's where people would line up to dance with her, dance with me. And, and the price to have a dance was that you had to pin some folding money on that person's um, garment. So pin a $20 bill or a $10 bill, what have you. Call it the dollar dance. So it's a way of giving money in a fun way to the couple. Little did I realize, I could have no way of knowing 43 years ago, that 43 years later, on my wedding anniversary, people would be donating money <laughs> to relevant radio. It's like a dollar dance for relevant radio. Oh, that's I great. I love it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. oh, well, all those years ago. Uh, I thought you guys would get a kick out of that. 888 914 9149. Let's go to, let's see, let's go to William in Illinois. Good morning, William. Hi William, in oh, Illinois, hi. welcome.
1: Hello Patrick, thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. So I'm a college student taking an oral communication class and I was asked to write a commemorative speech of a person I admire. As a young Catholic, I decided to pick my devotional, St. Saint, Saint Anthony of pa- Padua. I okay. saw this assignment as a great opportunity to use the power of public speaking and talk about God and my faith. In the making of my speech, I stumbled upon two questions. Okay. Here are my two questions. How can knowing about St. Anthony of Padua benefit my audience, whether they are Catholic or non-Catholic? How can knowing about his life motivate them to become a better person? Hmm.
2: Well, two things that come to my mind, William. Number one is that nowadays St. Anthony of Padua is sort of known as a patron saint of lost items. So you'll lose your car keys. Who are you going to call St. Anthony of Padua? He's known for helping people find lost things. Now, interestingly, of course, there were no cars when he was alive, all those hundreds of years ago. Um, so the idea of car keys, in a way, is kind of funny. When he was, alive, was he helped people recover their lost faith. So he would preach in towns and, and cities and things, And sometimes maybe even 30,000 people would show up to hear him preach because he was so effective. And so he caused a great number of conversions, people who had lost their faith, and they regained it. And that might be where he became associated with people losing things, and, and his intercession would help them find it. But primarily he was known for helping people find Jesus. And he worked miracles, and he caused countless conversions. So that to me could be a really good answer to both of your questions. Nowadays, something far more important has been lost than car keys, and that is the faith. And so if you're asking one of God's friends to pray for you, as people did then, he will pray for you, and he will help you, maybe not you personally, but people who have lost their faith, they've lost contact with God, maybe other problems in life, he can help restore them by God's grace through his intercessory prayer. So those things come to my mind, William. What do you think?
3: Yes, that sounds good and very helpful.
2: I'm glad. Well, you may have heard that note, or I'm sorry, the, the call that came in earlier. I'm trying to remember the young man's name, Gideon, I think his name was. And Gideon had asked for a bit of advice on the program and wound up getting an A on his assignment. So I hope you get an A on yours as well. And I'm glad you called in today. Thank you. Let's go to Emily now in Pico Rivera, California. I know that town. Good morning, Emily.
1: Good morning. How are you? Um, Can you hear me? Well, thank you. Oh, great. Yes, I Uh, can. I had a question. My question is a little um, moral and ethical. I have uh, my mother who is on hospice right now, and um, we brought her home from the hospital and so with the hospice they bring supplies and we've bought all also our own personal supplies and um okay we bought our own personal supplies as well so we had caregivers we interviewed we had caregivers taking care of her and i started to notice things missing and so um but i also mm. i also know that uh the person i suspect would also bring stuff um so they would bring stuff to the house but then i also noticed things were missing and then um just the other night, mm-hmm. the bather that comes in, uh, she brought in a, a sheet, like a proper sheet that's supposed to be used for my mom's bed, um, but also she took okay. gloves and some bathing soap. So I'm like, I'm trying to, I, I'm trying.
2: To, have you confronted cool. either of these people? I have. Yeah, have have you brought it head. up face to face with these people? Emily, I don't know if you can hear me. Have you confronted them about this?
1: Uh, No, no, I have not. Can you hear me? That's what I would do. I would say,
2: well, yeah, I can hear you. I just wasn't sure if you heard me. So what I would suggest is just bring it out in the open. Just say, hey, I know this is awkward and I apologize for that, but uh, stuff is missing when you leave. This has been missing, that's been missing, et cetera. And we we can't have that. And if the person says, well, no, I didn't take anything. And you know that she did, then I guess your choice is, do you keep that person in your employment or do you fire her or him and get somebody else? Um, Another thing you could do is you could put a, a wireless camera in that room or it's like focused right there on the bed and everything around the bed. And that way the other person knows that, you know, something's going on. And so by having the camera there, you've got a record of it. Maybe that person will be uncomfortable with that. I don't know, but this is petty theft. And, you know, I I wouldn't want somebody helping out in that way. Who's stealing. That's not good.
1: Okay. I was trying to figure out if I was just making too much of it. Um, you know, but it was still just really bothering me. And I'm like, is it like bartering because you're bringing and you're taking, even though you're not telling, um,
2: Mm -hmm. that's not bartering because even if they're bringing something, yeah, well, I'll try to assuage the confusion here. It's not bartering because you're not consenting to it. Bartering is where you say, I'll give you this if you give me that, but you're not saying that this person is just on her own stealing stuff. And she's leaving things, that's true, but you didn't consent to that. You didn't agree to that. So it's not okay. bartering. it's stealing. And if okay. she's stealing, then who knows what else she might be doing?
1: Mhm. All right. well, thank you. Yeah. i I appreciate clar- that you know you clarifying that for me. Um, yes, <laughs> thank You're you okay. so much.
2: I'm sorry this is happening. Your poor mom. Is your mom alert and awake, or is she unable to see what's going on?
1: She's awake and she's alert, but her memory—she has um, she, her short-term memory is really bad. So you know she wouldn't be okay. able to tell us, "Hey, this is going on." Um, and, you know, as a matter of fact, she had she had a stroke and um, she had a surgery she had a stroke and it's just really interesting because when they were doing the divine mercy I would um, call in and ask for prayer for my mom and every time that I called in and asked for prayer she would get one step better Um, and so it's just such a blessing Mm -hmm. that that your program is doing the divine mercy and um, she's she's just been recovering
2: what's your mom's first name so we can pray for her by name
1: her name is Rosa Maria
2: Rosa Maria. We will begin praying mm-hmm. for her right away. Promise you that. And Emily, if you drive by the Best Buy store on your way home, uh, you might stop in there and get a camera. Um, they're different brands, but you can set it up in the corner of the room, aim it at the bed, and it will stream it directly to your phone. It'll It'll record whatever's going on. And that'll be a reminder to whoever the caregiver is not to have any monkey business. And if she asks you, well, why is that, why is that camera in there? Well, because my mom's sick and I want to make sure that, you know, if she ever needs anything that I'll know about it right away. You don't have to mention the stealing issue, but I think you should anyway, but just to help keep everybody in their, in their lane. If you put a camera up in there, I'll bet you a lot of that would stop. Anyway, thank you. And we will certainly pray for your mom for sure. Um, I want to go to another phone call, but I think we have to take a break. Cyrus, what's your advice on that one? It is time phone for call a miracle moment. Look at that. Okay, well, we'll do that. We'll come back to your phone calls right after this quick timeout. Here's another Relevant Radio miracle moment.
3: I just have to tell you that I just discovered you on Relevant Radio. Okay. I spoke to you maybe 16 years ago when you were at Catholic Answers. I was contemplating coming into the church at that time. And I can't even remember what I called to ask you mm-hmm. but you said welcome home and I hadn't even pulled the trigger yet. And it just still tears me up because I think it was the first time I'd heard it. I was oh, you know, was uh, evangelical and coming into the church was hard. I just-
2: You're so kind, Gloria. Um, t- for you to take a few minutes from your busy day to call in and share this with me, that means a lot to me. I really appreciate it. Well,
3: it just means a lot to me that you are still there and you're still doing what you do, and we will take the world one soul at a time, and that's what you're doing. So, thank
0: you. Praise God. Touch a heart and change a soul by donating to Relevant Radio today.
5: What an incredible testimony, and that's one of many. Think of all of those that we hear on the air in our Miracle Moments. There's... 10 times 100 times more than that. What's your miracle moment? When you let us know at relevantradio.com, use the app on your smartphone or tablet or call 877-291-0123, make a gift at the same time. A dollar a day still looking for about 10 more people who want to join the anniversary team for Patrick and Nancy. It's 43 years. 10 more people will get us there if we can just get 10 more people here in the next minute at relevantradio.com using the app on your smartphone or tablet. or call Calling 877-291-0123. Any amount whatsoever. However, you can join the dollar dance with Patrick and Nancy with your dollar a day. <laughs> Here, I love that, that analogy. That was perfect. A dollar I'm not a dancing day. with
2: any dudes, though. So Nancy can dance we'll let Nancy with the, dance man, with and the, and the dance dudes with the women. Yeah.
5: <laughs> and you'll get this great rosary along with the book the Ave, a guide to the scriptural rosary. This is a great way that you can pray the devotion more deeply and bring you closer to Mary and her son as you meditate on short scripture passages with each of the decades. And the rosary is one that Father Rocky handpicked out just for you when he was on pilgrimage in the Holy Land. And it was made by out of olive wood by the Christians in the Holy Land. This is their sole means of survival. So you're not only supporting Relevant Radio, you're supporting those who are persecuted in the Holy Land.
2: Yeah, and that's an important thing to remember. And every time you grab the rosary to say your prayers, you'll be reminded of these brothers and sisters who need your help. You will be helping us also when you make your pledge at a dollar a day or more by going to RelevantRadio.com or using the Relevant Radio app. And of course, you can call us too, 877 291 zero one two three but we're down to the last 45 i'm sorry the last 15 minutes of this hour and this is the midpoint in pledge drive so we don't have much time left in this hour to make uh, our goal so call now please
5: Down to only needing five more people who want to join the anniversary team for Patrick and Nancy here at relevantradio.com using the app on your smartphone or tablet or at 877 2910123. That's 877 2910123. You had an anonymous donor coming in from Homestead, Florida. Thank you so much for your special gift of $100. And Carolina in National City, California, a special gift of $50. Mary in Peking, Illinois, that's like, hey, we want to be on Anniversary Team. Thank you so much. John in La Crosse, Wisconsin, a brand new donor, making your gift of a dollar a day. You're part of the Dollar Dance team at RelevantRadio.com. Using the app on your smartphone or tablet, you can also give at 877 291 That's eight seven seven two nine one zero one two three. 291
0: Oh, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary.
3: Patrick Madrid is on
0: Coast to Coast
3: on Relevant Radio.
0: Happy anniversary.
2: Happy anniversary, anniversary. (laughs) anniversary. everybody. Thank you, Cyrus. Yeah, 43 years with Nancy. It's been great. That's amazing. It's, It's gone by fast, though. Man, oh, man. 43 years. My dad used to say that. He said, the older you get, the faster time goes. And I always thought, like, yeah, okay, whatever. Now It's true. It's absolutely true. And Nancy and I were last night sipping on a glass of wine and reminiscing about, well, 43 years ago tonight, we were both anticipating getting married, and all the time that's gone by since then, it's gone by in a flash. So thank you, Lord, for Nancy Jane and uh, our 43 years of marriage. And 11 kids and 28 grandkids and all that's yet to come. Uh, so much gratitude for that. And thank you all of you who are remembering our anniversary. I appreciate the emails and text messages that I'm getting from you. Thank you for that. Really appreciate it. I'll be sharing those with Nancy. Back to the phones. Let's go to Joanne now, Wisconsin. Good morning, Joanne.
3: Morning, Patrick. Yes. I have a question that i just like your, your comments on. Sure. Uh, in my area... There's a local eatery. It's popular, and on some nights they have what is called Granny Bingo. But the the uh, MC of the you know that calls the balls is a known um, drag queen comic, and is mm-hmm. associated with the gay rights community and things like that. Uh, no children are are allowed. How ever, if they come with their parents, um, it's okay. And I, th- I just wonder what you think about parent taking a 13 year old boy to something like that. I guess he, this, this person does look around the room. So he knows what his audience is, but mm-hmm. regardless, you know, by looking at it, that it's not a clown bing- bingo, you know what you're looking at when you mm-hmm. see her. Mm-hmm. I just want your, your, your thoughts, because a lot of people just say, well, it's just calm, you let it go. And I just, it bothers me,
2: mm-hmm. and I'll let you yeah. go. Fair enough. Well, rightly so, it bothers me too. Um, parents who do that are stupid, and I mean that, they're stupid. Um, it's, it's not funny, it's not fun and games, it's, it's a perversion. It's, it's a sinful lifestyle that is uh, leading people to hell. And it's just stupid to bring your child into that situation. And so, yeah, I mean, it doesn't take much to say it. I think it's reprehensible. It's, it's a bad thing to do. And God forbid that a parent would bring a child to something like that. I don't know what more to say. but okay. um, yeah, I just I, wondered
3: if my feelings were justified, you know, that... I, I don't so. know, but he, you know, maybe this person was a celibate life. That's fine. I'm just saying if you look up his name and his business and what he calls himself, it's connected to the gay community, things like that, Pride of Week and all is. that. And I and I think it's just, to me, it's just kind of an insidious, it is a private enterprise. It's not like coming into the schools in a sense. But still, I just, I mean, especially, you know, a 13-year-old boy, I just, it, it just bothers me. I just wondered if I was over... I concur with
2: you. I think your instincts okay. are sound. It, it's a perversion, and it's a scandal to children. And Jesus said it would be better for a man to, to have a millstone hung around his neck and tossed into the ocean than to scandalize one of these little ones. So yeah. it's just, I mean, I don't know how else to phrase it. It's reprehensible. It's injurious to the morals of of everybody involved, but in in particular to young people, to children. And God will not be mocked, and maybe this person or this business, whatever, you know, they'll have their laughs and they'll think it's so much fun and all that, but eventually they're going to have to answer to God for this, and that's not going to be pretty. So I don't know what else to say, but I'm with you. I think it's terrible that this is happening.
3: Okay, I thank you for your thoughts.
2: You're welcome. Yeah. Sorry to be, you know, talk about such a downer thing, but sadly, this is one of those things that is becoming more and more common. So we have to stand against it. Uh, let's go to David now in Kordeline, Idaho. Kordeline, Idaho. Excuse me. Welcome, David.
0: Morning, Patrick. I'll try to get my thoughts straight. Um, my sister has been married 20 years and her husband, her first husband had, had passed away and she meets her new husband They've been married over twenty years now, so neither neither one of them have has gone to church. He was married two times, and uh, their marriage was a civil marriage. So, so she's learned a lot of stuff throughout the years. So now she's okay. wanting to be Catholic, and she's wanting to go through the RCA program, and now she she wanted to be baptized this Easter, but now because of the her background and his background. She's thinking that they're wanting her to go to him to go through an annulment to figure out whether it was, you know, a certified yeah. marriage or not. So now she's worried she's not going to be able to get confirmed or baptized this Easter. How so old what is does she, she need to
2: do? How old is this lady?
0: She's about 68, 69 years old.
2: Okay, so and that has a bearing on what I'm about to tell you. So I'm assuming when you say to get baptized that she was never baptized, right?
0: She was baptized in the Jehovah's Witness faith.
2: Okay, so that'd be an invalid baptism because of yeah. their and explicit. And then he was denying. also
0: he mm-hmm. was also baptized twice. Apparently, when he was seven, he was baptized in the Baptist church, and then when he was fifteen, he was baptized in the Pentecostal church.
2: Okay, so the second baptism is is superfluous because you can only be baptized validly once, and the presumption would be that a Baptist baptism would be. Valid. I mean, there is no really such thing as a Baptist baptism, but as long as it was performed validly, we would assume that it is valid. So in her case, she's an unbaptized person. He was presumably baptized validly. Her first husband died, and he has two prior marriages, and I'm assuming those two women are still alive. So yes, so the, he would need to go through an annulment process to find out if either of those two earlier marriages are valid. If neither, if the Church declares that neither of them were valid, then he and she would be free to have their marriage convalidated after she's baptized. They could have a valid marriage, um, but it would not be sacramental until she's baptized. So yes, that sounds right. They would want him to do that first so that she'll know if she can do this. But in the meantime, especially given her age, it doesn't seem to me to be a problem that they could live as brother and sister until that's sorted out. Thank you
5: tell you what, I'm looking at these numbers go up, 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 up. People are loving this rosary. They want their very own rosary that went, that was chosen by Father Rocky when he was on pilgrimage to the Holy Land. A dollar a day is all it takes here at RelevantRadio.com. Using the app on your smartphone or tablet or at 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. We had our 43 people who joined the anniversary team here, but we still need Team Taco going. We We still need to make our goal for this hour, and we need your help. RelevantRadio.com, using the app or calling 877-291-0123.
2: Yeah, plenty of people to thank too, Mary. We have this momentum going, so let's thank Mary in Buffalo Grove, Illinois, for her online $365 gift. Thank you, Diana in Blackwood, New Jersey. Thank you for your online $370 gift. Anonymous Waco, Texas, thank you for your $365 recurring gift. We sure appreciate it. Michael in Eustis, Florida, $50 online, brand new donor. Thank you and welcome. And thank you, Martin in Zinya, Ohio, for your $100 online gift. And also Anonymous in Chicago, $370 just now. It's a reoccurring gift online. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
5: Thank you also to Frank in Harris, Minnesota for your special gift of $50. And Arlene in American Kenya, a dollar a day. You're going to get that rosary coming your way. You will get one too if you can make a gift of a dollar a day or more at RelevantRadio.com using the app on your smartphone or tablet or when you call 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Today is the only day that this rosary is available, so don't procrastinate. Don't think, oh, I'll get to it later because you know what you might forget later you know how life goes stop what you're doing now and make it happen relevantradio.com using the app on your smartphone or tablet or at 877-291-0123
2: hey saw a couple of bumps come through here just now bump b-u-m-p as in bumping things up thank you everybody anonymous in rockwall texas uh, mary 1200 hundred dollar gift i don't remember that you mentioned that if you did forgive me But thank you, Anonymous. Appreciate that. And Miguel in Chicago just came in with a $2,500 gift just now. Thank you for that, Miguel. Thank you very much. Really, really appreciate. These larger gifts especially are helping us to get closer to that goal faster. So if you maybe are in a position to donate $20,000, I know some people are, maybe you are, call now, 877-291-0123. But we really could use some of those larger gifts right now, $10,000, $15,000, $25,000, Some of those right now would really be very helpful. We
5: want to say thank you to Michael in Douglasville, Pennsylvania. I got a brother named Douglas. I can't imagine a whole town full of them. (laughs) Thank you so much for your special gift of $600. An anonymous donor in Port Angeles, Washington. Thank you so much. Also making that special gift of $600. Both of those were given online, which means in addition to the rosary and the book, you're also going to be receiving the talk from Father Matthew Spencer. It is entitled Lent, A Time for Transformation. It's going to help make your lent a time for transformation. How you like that one? Imagine that. Anyone who gives either at relevantradio.com or uses the app, you'll get that download free instantly in your inbox. You can also give though at 877-291-0123. That's 877 291 Thank you so much to Maureen in Moore Park, California. A dollar a day. Catherine in Sugar Grove, Illinois, also making that special gift of a dollar a day. Can you join Team Taco here? Here right now. We've got two minutes left in this hour, two minutes, and we're still in need of at least 25 people who will either respond at relevantradio.com using the app on your smartphone or tablet or at 877
2: 291 You can go, do it! Or go to, to relevantradio.com or use the relevant radio app, but we are down now to 90, less than 90, Check 60 seconds Check it out. Look now. at it. I'm in
4: really bad shape. Come on. <laughs> give me, give me, give me. I need, I need, uh, I need, uh, I need. This, uh, give me, give okay, me, okay. please. All right, all right, all right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're at, Mary. That's where we're at.
5: Yeah, just a few minutes left. We need your help. Relevantradio.com. Use the app on your smartphone or tablet. Or call 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. 15 more people. Will you be one of those 15? At relevantradio.com. Using the app on your smartphone or tablet. Or by giving us a call. 877-291-0123.